Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to a new episode of Nerd Factory Reboot. So today we have lots and lots to talk about. Basically we have to talk about everything that happened in the world of gaming in the past week. So let's go and see what the hell happened and what we can actually talk about during the week that came and went. So believe it or not, um, people became really really mad at free for free industries and studio because that uh, watermelon and bananas did not get destroyed um, when they were shooting at it in the um, Halo technical preview well this was a weird thing because um, honestly I'm not gonna say that you know not having that kind of thing is good i'm gonna say that yes it is normally bad but halo is a very fast-paced shooter it's a very different kind of game than something like last of us where it's not always so fast sometimes you have to be really slow take your time so this kind of criticism even though the poster claimed that you know it was just for fun it seemed rather well not not fun but rather you know um attacking the studio itself unfortunately throughout twitter we can see many many people who are like that who are saying that yes you should ask for more from developers you should make them do more the thing is guys it's not the developers i'm not saying that free for free is perfect no i'm saying that free for free is doing what they can and honestly this is a technical preview which means things can change between now and when the game releases and this will be part of the polish maybe but don't don't really think that you know this is the end of the world that they um messed it up that they screwed things you know things like that don't say things like that because you know it's very counterproductive the fact is that comparing games to games like this is just stupid not only are you hurting the developers, you're hurting yourself for having such high uh, expectations. For example, I didn't really understand or note how, for example, the fauna was not reactive to me, to my character in Ratchet and Clank. And I don't think that it, you know, needed that kind of thing. It really didn't. But of course, some people on Twitter were like, why doesn't it have that? Oh, that's so bad. Well, let me tell you that, you know, Honestly, none of these matters. This is a technical. This was actually a technical preview. The game looks good. The gameplay looks amazing, especially the grappling hook. So why do we have to care about these small things? And honestly, it doesn't really matter. And it's not really important to see. I don't know. Watermelon explode. So this was something that I thought that was really stupid when going through Twitter. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever if somebody talks about something like that. It's just stupid. At the same time, when, you know, people were mad, somebody else made a list of statements by Phil Spencer that he claimed was something that he lied about. It wasn't as big as the Halo thing, but it was really weird nonetheless how they did this. I mean, so here's the list that they created that they say that, okay, this is the thing that um, when Phil Spencer talks, 
he's lying and stuff like that. Look, again, nobody's perfect. And I know that Phil Spencer has said a lot of things that he couldn't deliver, but people still love him. I don't know why, <laughs> but the fact is that he's doing his best as well. His strategy is very different than something like Sony, but he's doing his best. So here's one thing that the guy posted. In this thread, he says, Xbox posted, make love, not wars. Not, yes, not console wars. Then they posted another thing with Xbox support. Not even Xbox, but Xbox support. And said, anyone need help expanding storage on their Xbox consoles? Where they show that you just click it in. Uh, Xbox UK said how to switch the Xbox Series X from vertical to horizontal, which they just laid down. And Aaron Greenberg, who says congratulations to our friends at Sony on today under today's show, under show today, Xbox fans should know titles like GTA, Resident Evil, Hitman, NBA, Pragmata are going to look and play great on Xbox, the world's most powerful console. So let me tell you something that this is this has nothing this has got nothing to do with Phil Spencer. If anything, you're talking about Xbox themselves and their representatives. So Aaron Greenberg is a fanboy. He's he's of course um, part of the Xbox team. He's the designer and all that, but he's a fanboy essentially. He acts exactly like a fanboy, and that's kind of evident. We've seen him talk about many things like that. And honestly, I gotta say, I don't really care about what he says. I don't really hold him to high credibility. He's a designer, good for him. And when it comes to, you know, things like that, I know that he really, you know, acts just like a fanboy on Twitter. That's really something obvious that he always does. Um, also... Uh, this is actually pretty pretty cool that he's highlighted. This is actually related to Phil. It says that Phil Spencer said at one time to DualShockers that... Not to DualShockers, this is an article by DualShockers. He said that we don't want to show a trailer for things that are two or three years away. But he has showed, and his this guy is right, he has showed trailers for Avowed, Halo Infinite, Perfect Dark, Con Contraband, Outer Worlds 2, and many, many more games that are actually two or three years away. Hell, at this point, Hellblade was one of those games that was shown way too early. Way. Um, he also talked about game preservation. This is something that, yes, this is counterproductive to what he's trying to probably show. He's saying that, he says that Phil Spencer... Uh, talked about game preservation and how important it is through Game Pass. And then, you know, they he shows a tweet for Forza Horizon, uh, Forza Motorsport account that talks about the seventh uh, title in the series that's going to be delisted because they cannot get the licenses. So how is this their fault? They did their best, but, you know, paying licenses to these companies is not actually cheap. And they have so many racing games, so it's not really, uh, really stupid. At the same time, this is something that yeah, Phil Spencer did talk about. He says that paying marketing funds so another console base can't play a piece of content doesn't feel like growth. Well, the thing is that Xbox did buy exclusive 
rights to some games or delayed content to other consoles. But the thing is that Sony did the same thing. So we cannot really say that Phil is at, uh, you know, Phil is to blame here. No, Sony did the same. Sony has the deal with uh, Call of Duty that keeps away um, part of the game exclusive to Sony for a year, a full year. So yeah, none of them are really um, innocent here. They both have done this. Uh, Xbox has paid marketing rights to uh, Yakuza and they stopped PS5 from having their native version out as soon as possible. Um, so then, you know, this is another one. He says that, you know, Phil Spencer uh, talked about Bethesda deal and says the deal wasn't to take away games from players. And he doesn't approve of console exclusivity, and yet, well, we know that Starfield is exclusive. So there's a lot here. There's even one that um, Phil Spencer even says that most people don't care about 60 FPS. Yikes. You know, I, I have seen many of these. I understand where this person is coming from. There's, there's so many out here. There's so many examples. But the fact is that this is a business, and of course they lie. Phil Spencer is not the greatest. Um, neither is Jim uh, from Sony. No one is perfect here. Maybe we used to have some perfect people back in Sony days, um, like Jack Tredden or um, Sean Layden. But the problem is that nowadays it's not like that. It's just a business. They have to compete. So creating these lists these threats is just stupid please don't do that also when it comes to activision blizzard remember how everything was activision blizzard has lost a ceo um, actually the ceo from blizzard themselves has resigned but at the same time the uh, cco fran townsend somebody who was recently um, brought into activision blizzard also made a um, a letter to the employees that was really poorly received when talking about the situation going around and it was just offensive the way she talked and it's weird she's a woman she should be protecting her uh, female employees and help them instead of trying to tell them that no you shouldn't do this but what did she also do she went on Twitter and created created a tweet that's an article by the atlantic that says the new moral code of america's elite the problem with whistleblowing i have no idea who this woman is but i know that she's not a good person at all i mean how can somebody be like that i have no idea why is she protecting everyone when it comes to this case, she should not be protecting anyone. In fact, she should actually be making people um, responsible for everything that happens. She should be angry, but she's not. And at the same time, she's been blocking every employee from Activision Blizzard who was responding to her, who was mad at what she's doing. She just blocked them. And at the same time, thanks to the um, uh, people online and how mad they were at her, she has closed her account. 
So far, we have no idea if she's going to be removed or not, but given what she's doing now, I have no doubt that, yeah, she will be in the crossfire. She's stupid. Let me be very blunt here. She's absolutely an idiot with the way she's responding to people. Instead of helping people, she's helping them get um, worse and worse. And I really hope that everyone at Activision Blizzard takes a stand. It's not about removing a CEO. It's about changing the company structure. It's about changing the company culture. Removing a CEO does nothing. There are so many people at fault here who should be fired immediately, who should be held accountable, who should face the consequences of their actions. That's what should happen. But when you come and post these kinds of things, not only do you make your own employees mad, but you make everyone mad and they, you make it clear that no, you are not going to change anything. And this is bad. So, yeah, Miss Townsend, I don't know who you are, but I really hope you get held accountable for everything that you're saying against your own employees. Because to me, you're a monster. I don't think any normal human would do these kinds of things that you're doing. <laughs> Halo Infinite uh, technical preview um, was analyzed by Digital Foundry, and Digital Foundry found out that the game is really struggling on old hardware. They found out that it's not doing really well on Xbox One, neither is it doing well on Xbox uh, One S. It's doing really well on Xbox One X and the series consoles. However, even on series consoles, it's not keeping a very steady kind of um, frame rate or even resolution according to what we had seen on Twitter. I'm not even sure if it was really, um, I don't know, rather, um, let me put that, official or not, but this is what had happened. We expected, many people expected native 4K with 120 FPS. I didn't really expect that, but at least I, I thought that we were, you know, when you're going 120 FPS, then yeah, you're losing many details and such like that. But here's what happened. Um, according to the frame rate target, the resolution scales, which means that you can expect a target of 4K when you are playing at 60, and when you are around 120 FPS, you get uh, 1440p on Series X. And they note that this is not locked at the best of times, with Series X hovering around 1800 at 60 FPS and between 1080 to 1440p at 120 FPS. Series S aims for 1080 in both frame rate modes and only really needs to dip drastically when targeting 120. And when you see drastically, that's really, really bad. And what they say is that they can go around 720 and dip as low as 540p. Yikes. Oh, that's not good. At the same time, 1X also um, goes for 4K, but has the limit of 30 FPS, which I really don't know why. 1X is actually a powerful console, so this is not really um, logical to me. Um, 1S sits uh, in the same boat, according to GameSpot and the report from Digital Foundry. 
Uh, and uh, it goes to 30 frames. Oh, no. 30 frames, but 540 in terms of resolution. Yikes. And it's not even locked. Oof. So the thing is that this is still a technical uh, preview. We know that. There are going to be problems. But I really hope before the game gets released, so many of these is going to be fixed. Because it doesn't make sense to me how bad everything is looking right now. And, of course, like I said, the um, gameplay looks nice. The gameplay is nice. And people are loving it. But when it comes to this, yeah, free for free, you need to do way more than what you're doing right now. I mean, resolution-wise, frame rate-wise, everything should be a lock. At the same time, it seems that every day I just see that Series S is not really that good to the point that I probably will never buy it, seeing as how it's really doing bad. Let's be honest here. It's not really doing well. And how can this be? How can it be so bad? I mean, even Series X needs more work, but... Series S is just awful. How was this console supposed to do well? And it seems that it hasn't sold really that well, as we are seeing it still on the shelves. Of course, here in my country, we're seeing all of these consoles still on the shelf because they're very expensive, double the price of the normal console, and they say some stupid things like, yeah, it's the, we have to bring it from Dubai. It's so difficult. Bullshits. Capcom had made a statement regarding Xbox port of Ace Attorney that's just, just gone viral. According to this particular um, statement, they have said, and I quote, Switch is considered the most important platform, having the best sales for the 2019 Trilogy Remaster, and expected to account for roughly 63% of this collection sale. Xbox One is considered non-viable, with the 2019 remasters only selling around 1,000 copies worldwide, worldwide on that platform. Oh boy, that is not good. Well, like I said, according to Capcom themselves, their games on Xbox is not selling really well, and when it comes to some of their games, they have no plans whatsoever to send it to Xbox, because they know that it's it's just you know not gonna happen it's just stupid and honestly seeing that they really don't sell well and all of that stuff is just really disappointing considering how xbox fans believe that they buy so many games regardless of game pass but seeing everything that's going on i would say that well apparently no they're not selling that well and according to another leaked data, we are also seeing that the amount of games that was on Xbox at some point has diminished to almost zero by Capcom because they see that they are not doing well. This is not just embarrassing, but at the same time, it needs to be known why don't they like it. I mean, the Xbox fans believe that the people will buy... Um, um, you know, games like Yakuza on Xbox more because it's the home of Yakuza. The truth is that it's not. Sony actually helped Yakuza take off the ground in Japan. The only thing that Xbox helped with was the um, 
localization of the seventh game, but everything else it was Sony. Sony believed in the series, so they made it. But, well, do your own narrative if you want. I mean, it was only Sony that had the game for many years. There were some leaked images from Blue Box Game Studios, and they looked really amazing. However, uh, as soon as they were leaked and people were kind of skeptical of what, what these screenshots are even supposed to represent because it was just a brick wall, Hassan Kahraman actually confirmed that yes, this is true, this is real, this is the uh, picture of the game, and he confirmed that they were using assets from Unreal Engine Marketplace. The assets uh, apparently were 8K, and this screenshot, particular screenshot, was taken on PS4. The reason for that was that Hassan Kahraman actually thought that, you know, with PS4, they were pushing the absolute limit of everything that the console had to offer, but they could not really get there, so they changed to PS5. But the thing is that if this is really with the marketplace, um, assets from Unreal Engine. Why? Because we even heard that um, the trees in the game are not even made by uh, Speed Tree Engine, which is commonly used. And as Hassan Garaman actually um, explained, it's done again with Marketplace from Unreal Engine. The fact is that this demo, whatever the hell it was, and everything else, it just seems very Kojima-like. He's not really spending that much time creating it. He's just using the marketplace to just give teasers. That's what makes sense to me. I mean, I honestly don't understand why everything has to be... Because, I mean, sure, we have 8K textures, it will look phenomenal, and we are seeing the screenshots, they do look phenomenal. But it doesn't mean that they are perfect or anything like that. Um, It's really weird. Everything that's going on is just so weird. And hopefully, we get our answers very soon. It's 7th of August, and uh, only a few days remain. So if the game is actually that awesome, I'm going to make a uh, breaking news episode kind of thing and talk about Abandoned, whatever it will be at that time. Hopefully, it'll be what we expect. If it's something disappointing, I'm not going to do a special episode, unless it's really bad. Sony CFO Hiroki Totoki said that the 499 PlayStation 5 is no longer selling at a loss. The 399 PS5 Digital Edition is on track to have its loss offset by other hardware sales, including peripherals and the PlayStation 4. According to Sony, their console is no longer being sold at a loss at all. And like they said, they're doing really well with the other ones as well, and peripherals and everything that's that they have to offer. Apparently, also, they keep selling really well when it comes to um, PlayStation 4, and Sony also said that they have acquired enough components to be able to create a lot more uh, PlayStation 5s. They said that between 11 million, 12 million more they're going to um, make until now. Sorry, from now until March 2022, and their uh, sole goal is to beat 
the record set by PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 4. So they're going for 22 million until March 31st, 2022, and they have enough uh, components to do it. Also, we have had so many people test different kinds of SSDs for PS5, and we have had uh, one of the slower uh, SSDs, M.2 SSDs, being tested that the speed was around 3900 megabytes, and it's really slower than the internal PS5 drive, but there was no noticeable difference in load time and games, for example, like Ratchet and Clank. This is actually good news because it means that, well, maybe some drives that are cheaper can, it, can be able to hold, uh, you know, uh, keep up with PS5 itself so people won't have to pay that much. But the thing is that even if you're doing that, it is still very dangerous to choose a slower speed SSD. Just choose the faster ones and the recommended ones, such as Western Digital Black, and go on with that. It makes more sense because you're future-proofing yourself and given time, all of them will be much more cheaper than what they are right now. So, yeah, don't don't really risk doing something like this. There's also a rumor for PlayStation VR 2. We really don't know the name, so I don't... I really hope it's not VR2. It's going to feature some of these uh, things. It's going to have OLED screens. It will have 2000 per 2040 per eye that you can see. 4K HDR display. You have a field of view of 110. You have eye tracking, uh, foveated rendering as FSR or flexible scaling resolution. Haptics also in headset and controller, which was announced. And the headset haptics will help con uh, control and reduce your motion sickness. The controller comes bundled with the headset, obviously. It, was f it will focus on AAA titles. Hybrid games playable on flat screen or PSVR 2. And you will be able to download what you need, which means if you want the PSVR 2 version, you can download it. And if you want the normal version, again, you can download that separately. It doesn't mean that you have to download both of them. Um, they didn't talk about backwards compatibility, but there's big push for remastered PSVR games. Launch details will be announced in early 2022, 2022 and uh, capacitive touch sensors for the FOB and index allowing them to know how far the fingers are when they are not touching the controller, so they're not just on and off. This seems like a perfect... Uh, VR headset it seems really good and really exciting but at the same time something was said that re is really even more exciting they're saying that n I read another rumor that not only do you get to see you know different versions of a game uh, for the VR then that comes really down to the game itself but at the same time they also are claiming that Sony's doing some research for you to be able to just put on the headset and experience the games in another way. So that means that maybe, for example, Spider-Man does not support PlayStation VR natively, but you can put on the headset and just experience it in a different way with a bigger view and everything else. But this really comes down to if the, how they can implement this. Is it to, because of the developers or the headset itself? So it's going to be really, really cool. But and I'm going to say it's just so 
awesome to see something like that happen with PlayStation VR 2. And this might actually be a really good reason for people to buy it because this means that not only you can play PSVR games and PSVR 2 games, but also you can play normal games with it, which will be a great incentive for people to buy this. And I gotta say, it's really, really cool. So yeah, PSVR 2 can turn out to be something really amazing. Now onto the other news that we kind of have is that, well, um, the update to PlayStation 5's new um, OS will be coming. We don't know exactly when, but there are many people with many ideas who think that they can improve upon it. One of those such things is, of course, Brian from PS5 Trophies, who made a very important change. So um, imagine that I actually have posted this on my Twitter, retweeted it. So if you like, you can follow me at um, Fairy. Ackerboy, that's F-E-R-R-Y, and Ackerboy is just like Ackerman from Attack on Titan, but Ackerboy instead of man. So what he did was actually super easy. It was just basically when you looked at um, the list, all you saw was basically the name of the trophy, the completion rate, and on the right side, you saw the details about the trophy. What he changed was very simple. That detail came into the left under the instead of the completion rate we now have the details and the completion rate on the other side that i think is actually way more important than seeing your details on the right side because when you look at the list you just see it immediately so it makes more sense what he did way more sense at the same time playstation now announced the games for august they have near automata which will be staying here for um not a long time, it'll be staying here for uh, November, until November, so that means around three months. Uh, Ghost Runner and Undertale are also there. The cool thing is that Ghost, Tale, uh, sorry, Ghost Runner and Undertale were part of my list to play and buy on PlayStation. The fact that they're now, <laughs> from my wish list, they're going straight to the playable because of PlayStation Now is actually a pretty cool thing. So if you haven't played them, do yourself a favor, go ahead and play them and have so much fun uh, it's just both of them are just wonderful games wonderful i think undertale is a game that many people will play many many times so they can get to different endings and play them you know play undertale as you would normally play it don't don't really go for you know i have to play it perfectly things like that no so that's pretty cool so everything uh we said so far. Now let's talk about some of the leaks and rumors going around. One of the rumors are coming from Jeff Grubb. According to Jeff Grubb, Dead Space Remake is going to be like God of War, which means one continuous shot, no distraction whatsoever, no interruption. That's why they say that there is no loading and that they're going for the next gen. That is pretty awesome if that's the case. Uh... The other thing that they that he talked about was that there are some changes going to be made. Some of these changes are they're going to remove some things that did not work and um, some things that are going to be added to make it more coherent. The gameplay is going to have elements from all Dead Space games. It's not just one Dead Space game. And the very cool thing that he did talk about, and of course all of these are rumors. They're not exactly um, facts at this point just like PlayStation VR 2 one we talked about. But one of the things that he talked about was that the game will be 
uh, aiming for a fall 2022 release. That's pretty cool. So fall 2022, that is pretty awesome if that happens. Um, so uh, that's that's pretty awesome that we're going to see it release as soon as possible. But he does know that it can change because of well everything going on with COVID and well maybe development. Now let's go on to gaming leaks and rumors on Reddit and have a reaction to everything that's going on there. The first new thing is, actually this was 36 minutes ago, Bethesda-focused YouTuber Skolzy, oh Bethesda-focused YouTuber Skolzy has heard of a remaster-focused studio for Bethesda. It's potentially called Artifact Studio. According to him, Bethesda has a new studio called Artifact that is going to focus on remastering old Bethesda games. Well, I have no idea what Bethesda wants to remaster. I mean, their games all are running perfectly fine on PC and older consoles. I'm not going to say that they're perfect. They have some bugs. But for example, I don't really care for a Fallout 3 remaster or Oblivion remaster. I mean, we have them. We've played them hours and hours. And you know, the reason I don't like is I know Bethesda what's they're gonna do, what they're going to do. They're just going to do a lot. They're just going to go out of their way to... Uh, put out as many ports as possible for this remasters and you know that that would suck and I don't want Bethesda to do that because then it would not make any sense whatsoever Diablo 2 um, Diablo 2 was this a remaster or a remake I think it's we can safely call it a so it's I forgot but Diablo 2 uh, resurrection is uh, having a beta that's going to start on August 17th. Speaking of betas, Back for Blood beta has been released. Many people have been playing it, and thankfully the game looks the same and runs same on Xbox Series X and PS5. Uh, so console wars probably subsides, but unfortunately it didn't. With people coming and saying, why isn't PS5 loading faster? Look, it has to be optimized by the developers. You can't just simply think that the um, that the loading speed is going to be way better naturally or natively. That's not going to happen. So, um, good news for Back for Blood to have uh, 4K 60 frames uh, so that the game can look really awesome. But the thing is it has so many bugs that many people have posted and... It seems that, yeah, the game is really buggy and needs a lot of work to squash all those bugs. And we hope that it can. But anyways, uh, like we said, Diablo 2 Resurrection is having a beta on August 17th. At the same time, we know that FIFA 2022 also has a beta and it's going to come really soon. And uh, this is a really cool thing you probably didn't know. So I'm going to tell you guys, it's, it's so awesome. They're having a change in career mode where you can actually create your own club and start from the bottom or middle way, however you like it. But I think that is absolutely dope. I mean, I, I loved Ultimate Team having a team and creating it. But now to have it and compete in different leagues, that would be awesome because that would feel like, you know, this is my handiwork. This is what I've been doing. Also, apparently there are some changes to managers and player things they're just saying you now you have more uh cutscenes at the end and you have a report card for managers as well 
that's pretty awesome. Take two indicates it has free unannounced ports or remasters for fiscal year of 2022. Um, they have six iteration of previously titles, uh, GTA 5, GTA Online, Kerbal Space Program, and free unannounced. Wow. I really hope it's Max Payne. If this is true, if this is a rumor that is true that they have free more remasters or ports, Max Payne would be an awesome port and remaster. And when it comes to the style of it, I'm perfectly fine with the Mafia 1 remaster. Uh, actually, that was a remake. So yeah, if they if they want to do a remake in the style of Mafia 1 for Max Payne, I mean, a remaster doesn't really fit for Max Payne. It's way older than it needs to be to warrant a remaster, but a remake like that, I'm fine. Fortnite and Among Us apparently are having a collaboration, according to Twitter. New South Park game has been confirmed. Yes, I know about this. So uh, apparently they're going to create um, lots of lots of things for, um, um, you know, thanks, thanks to this new contract. They're going to create lots of lots of things. And one of them includes uh, 14 new movies. 14 new movies and one new game that's going to be um, done uh, from themselves, from their own studio. And uh, It seems exciting, but at the same time, I think that, you know, as cool as South Park is, they can actually burn themselves out. But, yeah, be super excited for everything they're doing. So, yikes. <laughs> uh, Jenna Coleman. Xenoblade voice actor believes a third Xenoblade may be in development. Good for her. We don't know, but maybe a third one is. Uh, oh, according to subreddit for Xenoblade Chronicles, Nintendo Soup also published an article according to this uh, data. So maybe a third one. I'd be excited if there is actually a third one, but given that. There was a remake for Switch and how well it was received. Then, yeah, probably just like we know now, thanks to EA, that Mass Effect Legendary Edition sold way above expectations. And that really makes me happy so that I know that maybe more money and manpower will be allocated to Mass Effect 4. Uh, so this is also cool. A random guy on Instagram with a Craig profile picture. Craig is that grunt from... Halo Infinite um, is posting Halo Infinite screenshots. Also, also, just a reminder: Halo Infinite spoilers are trending. Unfortunately, they have lots of spoilers going around. I'm not gonna comment on whether they're um, good or bad. How does the game look? Because they are out of context. That is right. The one thing I can prob and I don't know. I don't want to say it because that would be a dick move. So yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Um, just be very careful not to get spoiled because you can definitely get spoiled. So be very careful when you're browsing the internet. Have fun browsing it, but also be aware that you can get spoiled. So yeah, be careful, guys. There are spoilers out there. And this guy is also posting some um, pictures, screenshots, including Forge Mode. I have no idea what the Forge Mode is, but... <clears throat> Yeah, don't do it, guys. Don't don't spoil the games for the others. 
and when it comes to your stupid console wars, don't be petty to do it. I really don't get how people act like that. So please, 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 please don't do it. So, Valve may be working on a standalone VR vet, VR headset, and uh, that's pretty cool if they're doing it. Also, by the way, Steam, uh, Steam. Steam Deck, it was called. Yeah, Steam Deck has been going around uh, to developers, to um, some of the YouTubers' websites. Everyone's testing it out. Some have posted their previews. So if you want to know more about this, go to any person that you follow on YouTube that covers technology. I follow. I personally follow Linus Tech Tips, and I actually like them. So yeah. Go to them and watch what they say when it comes to Steam Deck, and probably we can get more information. Uh, Activision denies the existence of a Modern Warfare Free remaster. Remaster of Modern Warfare Free campaign or multiplayer does not exist. Well, technically, uh, normal things that they always say when they don't want to tell the world that yeah, it exists. So. I don't know if it actually exists or not, but I am going to tell you that, um, well, you know, it, it'll be exciting to see it happen. And uh, the reason for that is that I, when when that game came out, I really hated it, really did not enjoy it, and I would be just happy to try it out again and see if it's really, really that bad that I remember, or it's better than that. So that's that. Um, All right. So that's yeah. And also, if you didn't know, EA basically confirms Jedi Fallen Order two. The reason people are saying this is that they think that uh, when EA said that yeah, Fallen Order two was really good, it was really profitable, we liked it, we want to make more games like it. They think that the second one is coming. But given how many games Respawn is making at this point. Don't really hold your breath. It's going to take a long time for it to come out anyway. Um, also, yeah, this is a cool one that I think that people would love to know about it. Um, le- sorry, sorry, I lost it. AC's Odyssey, uh, Cassandra, who was the main uh, character and the canon character, um, has been rumored to appear in AC Valhalla, apparently the next one, Siege of Paris, she will appear. They don't know exactly how, but this is thanks to a leaker of Assassin's Creed stuff called Jonathan, who has leaked a lot of stuff from their uh, from the games, and he says that yes, it's gonna happen. She's gonna come. They don't know exactly how. They think that you know Randvi looks a lot like her especially her hair, so they think that, that that model could be her, but at the same time, they say that maybe not. So we don't know. But we are hoping to see Cassandra um, with Eivor in the next uh, DLC. It's not going to be long until we find out, because you know, DLC is coming really soon. So really exciting stuff. Really exciting stuff. So yeah. Thank you guys for joining. This was practically everything that happened this week in gaming. We had so much to talk about, and I hope you guys really enjoyed it. And um, if you did, give me a follow at FairyAckerBoy on Twitter. I'll be very happy to see you guys there. And um, 
see you guys very soon if there is something you'd like to talk about please don't hesitate to say and also for the anime episode that we have there's going to be something really cool that we're going to talk about and i know that some people are going to be mad like what the hell is this we don't like this or whatever okay but have an open mind so we are going to talk about something that is cool and in the fact it's cool that basically there's been a lot of work going into it and we just want to analyze and see what it is maybe some of you can guess what it is but um we're gonna see what it is very soon and i hope to see you guys there as soon as possible when it comes so see you guys then and if you liked our show please like subscribe follow whatever you can do spread the word spread the, spread the love and i'll see you guys uh in the next one thank you for joining until the next episode